Shomrabyug. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We're back to the Shomrabyug on this tiny room. I'm the Michael of Michael and Benjamin Podcast, and I am joined by the man who was the target of the internet campaign Cancel Ben, hashtag Cancel Ben. It's Ben. Say hello, Ben. That didn't work. Because networks don't listen to tiny people like you. They only listen to profit, and I'm very profitable. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> it's thrown me completely. Uh, do you want to do the theme music? Theme music for the podcast. Don't actually have anything music But I hope someone will mix them up for us I don't wanna name any names Rachel, I hope it's Very good, still humorous. Ben, speaking of things which are to be cancelled, uh, a lot of things this week are to be cancelled. Yes, there's much cancelling to be done. Where do we start? What's cancelled first? Well, I suppose the most surprising cancellation is Swamp Thing, which was cancelled after only one bloody episode. Is it? Is it surprising though, Ben? <laughs> no, not if you're a Michael and Benjamin's fan where it was predicted by the Michael of Michael and Benjamin's podcast. That is I. More than... Five weeks ago, six weeks ago. Well, it was pretty obvious, wasn't it, Ben? Uh, it was to you because you look at stats, numbers, and things like that. I love and you numbers, pay attention Ben. To, to behind the scenes, Endgame news. still hasn't overtaken. Uh, it's not going to. It probably will around Christmas. One reissue. Cri- the reissue it, they'll get there. What, what's a re? What's a reissue? Put it back in the cinema. No. Well, that's how Avatar got so high. Well, it's one of the reasons Avatar no. got so high. Yeah. That's cheating. Well, Avatar and Titanic both made a lot of their money on reissues. No. Mm. Sneaky. Very Look sneaky. Jimmy C. Look, Ben, it doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter anyway, does it? It's it's comparing apples and oranges when you combine. What are we We're talking about Swamp Thing. It's all an insane amount of money. Anyway, you love a behind the scenes thing and you predicted it quite accurately there a couple of weeks ago. There's quite, there's quite a bit of an outrage. There's, there's a classic, at this point, a classic internet petition. Oh, very good. Try and save it. It won't work. No. Ben, did you hear that? It was essentially a tax error. No. An accounting error. Really? They thought they were to get a grant of $40 million. Oh. They got a grant of $14 million. But it's not the same. No. no. And then they said, well, we won't make it then, because that's a lot of money in the difference, isn't it, really? Yes. And that's why they abruptly stopped production, when they realised... Oh, they didn't have enough money. <laughs> well, it's all fictional money anyway, but yeah. they're, they're going to be in quite a lot of debt, and it'll probably never make back that amount of money. No, not a chance. Explains why um, it looked so good, though. For a TV show. Yeah, for a TV show. Because they thought they had $40 million. Because <laughs> they spent $40 million and they didn't have it. And now oh, someone's going to have to pay that back. Oh, that's a, that's not good for DC. DC can't really afford that. Word on the street is DC are considering re- re- restructuring, cancelling their entire DC Universe streaming service. Are they? Mm. Really? Oh, that's a shame. And Doom Patrol was the best thing to come out of it. True that, Ben. True that. Uh, but possibly rebranding the whole thing under Warner Brothers streaming. That makes me sad. I can hear someone downstairs, Ben. Either my good lady friend has come home or we're being burgled. <laughs> I hope we're not being burgled. I hope we're not being burgled. Um, a kind hello and a uh, last message to Mick's good lady friend saying, we thought it was you. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Look, Ben, everything valuable in this house is in this room, so we'll be fine. <laughs> He'll have to come in and then Mick will get to do a little flex. What else is cancelled, bloody Ben? Uh, well, speaking of DC. Do you care? And- do you care that Swamp Thing is cancelled? Um, I didn't watch the first episode. I don't particularly care. I you think know. it was a good experiment. I don't do horror. You know me. You know who'll care? Who? Our, our Instagram friend, Roots of Swamp Thing. Roots of Swamp Thing will be quite offended by yeah. this abrupt cancellation. Yeah. Blame the tax man. Blame, blame the tax the man. the accountant, I think. Blame the accountant. Always blame the accountant. Always blame the accountant. 
Tom, not Tom Cruise, the other one, Ben Affleck. We have created ben Affleck's the, the yeah, accountant, the the strange representation of autism in film that is Ben Affleck's accountant. <laughs> that was um, weird. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that has been cancelled, Michael, in this rambly, rambly, rambly thing, is Vertigo seems to be on the way out. Possibly at DC Comics. It's all yeah. a bit rumoury at the it's moment. It's all a bit rumoury at the moment, but. Um, if you go by Bleeding Cool News, which, which, we which don't. I don't. Which we don't, <laughs> Which Benjamin. I don't, because it's a garbage website filled with many, many pop-ups. Um, apparently, it's it's we, we are to bid farewell to Vertigo. Vertigo wins. We're all dizzy and we need to have a sit-down. Oh, very good. Mm. Ben, did you think of that the other day? <laughs> no, I thought of it there. But I'm quite happy. <laughs> that's, that's all right. Quite for happy a, for a spur for, of the moment. For a spur of the moment joke, it wasn't horrible. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't good, but it wasn't <laughs> no. horrible for... I mean, I'm here to make good jokes. No, <laughs> if, you'd, if you'd written it down and we're looking forward to saying it for a few days, it would have been very disappointing. <laughs> I'm afraid it's the spur of the moment. Um, what was I saying? Um, ben, will it matter? Will it make any difference to no, anyone's life? No, because comic publishing is already in the toilet and it doesn't actually matter what comics do anymore. We're grand. We live in a post-caring society. It's fine. Oh, wow. It's grand. Yeah, I'm having a dark day. Having a yeah, dark day I've noticed that. What, uh, I was thinking, what I was thinking with your Pierre Rondon t-shirt. Pierre Cardin. Well, just so we're clear. It, uh, what I was thinking was, Ben, does it matter who which imprint publishes things anymore? Not at all. Because they'll just move the popular um, ones to mainstream DC. and Yeah, know. they've done that before. That's what happened to the Hellblazer series once it finished up at Vertigo. It's it's over in the main DC continuity because yeah. they finished having a bit of John Constantine around the place. Uh-huh. Doom Patrol was published under the Young Animal imprint that Jared Way was helming. Um, Wildstorm was part of Image, then it was his own publisher, then it got absorbed by DC as an imprint, yeah. then it got absorbed by Main DC, now it's back out as an imprint. I think, it, look, it doesn't really matter at all. I suppose what's significant about Vertigo is that it's it, it was really the dawn of properly modern creator-owned comics, but as... It's your favourite imprint, isn't it? It, it is. It is my favourite imprint, but as it mentioned, I, I dare say that Image has probably taken that place in my heart, Um and that's what they admit themselves. They can't compete with other creator-owned deals. What's what's a Vertigo? Hellblazer? Uh, Hellblazer, Swamp Thing was for a while. Sandman okay. is the big... Oh, Sandman. Yeah, Sandman is the big one. Oh, yeah. Um, they did a lot of those kind of dark, twisty, turny things for a while. Karen Berger had a great eye for talent. Ben, the criminals are either coming towards us or my lady friend is outside. Hello, I- criminals! Criminals! <laughs> Don't hurt us! Well... Come on, try. <laughs> ben, um, what are we doing? Speaking of things which have been cancelled. <laughs> no, Michael and Benjamin's podcast, no. you're doing an attempt at burglary. Speaking of uh, Sandman. <laughs> Sandman, of course, famously written by Neil Gaiman. Yes. Uh, like the TV show Good Omens. Good Omens, which I watched in full. Not going to go down in history. is one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. What will, though? Uh, Chernobyl? Chernobyl will probably be up there for a while. The Sopranos. Game of Thrones, for the sheer shittiness of it. Oh, um, nice. Towards the end there. Um, Sopranos is... I think still probably number one on most people's list. I don't the know. Wire seems to have disappeared from most pub conversations. I mean, where True. where we get the well, you haven't seen the Wire. Oh, oh man, oh man, you have to see the Wire. Oh, the Wire. This is why I don't go to the pub with you, yeah, Ben. It's terrible, <laughs> terrible time all around. Insipid conversation. Um, but uh, very good, very enjoyable, uh, excellent portrayal from Michael Sheen. And David Tennant. Uh, oh, I'm I'm Tony Blair. Very sorry. Um, that one. Once we we've, we've we've got to get back to heaven, and then we'll we'll stop. Um, we we've misplaced. Um, the 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 Antichrist. Yeah, I, that's actually that spot awesome? on. Oh, good, excellent. Spot on. Oh, very good. Um, yeah, it's a great show. It, it, I, for some reason, the budget seems to have been clipped a little early there towards the end from Amazon Prime. Blame the accountant. Oh, um, but it's Ben it's Affleck's good. the accountant. It's good. I would have preferred to see a sexy witch. 
Oh, the sexy witch was great. No, that panned out great. That oh, was good. um, that was great. You're all right, Ben. Good, good job. Her. Right. Look, we're right. just gonna take a pause here. I'll check to see if there's any burglars. <laughs> That's definitely what I'm doing. I'm not doing anything else. Checking on burglars. Um, and we're back. And ben we're back. looking surprisingly refreshed. Yeah, I and quite relaxed. Good. You look pretty, pretty relaxed there, Ben. Um, but sexy, which was great. Oh, wait, I'm going to have to go again now. Hang on. Um, <laughs> but I could have done with a lot more David Tennant and Michael Sheen. They were the best part about it. Um, and how I many, think that became very clear. How many episodes were there? It was an eight or tight eight. Eight episodes. Tight eight. Tight a eight. nice tight eight. And uh, Satisfactory concluded. Uh, satisfactory concluded. It's a limited series. It's not coming back. It can't come back. Um, it's based so on a novel, isn't it, Ben? You see? It is. It's based on a novel, you see, by Neil Gaiman. Speaking of Neil Gaiman, um, but not Terry Pratchett, uh, <laughs> What words will we pronounce correctly this week? <laughs> Who no. knows? Uh, American Gods, Ben. We kind of missed it there. Yeah, we, we kinda, missed it completely. We let it slip by us, even though we both thoroughly enjoyed season one. Yeah, I've been catching up. Uh, season two, Ben, if you remember, which you, I assume you do, season one ended quite abruptly. It felt like a mid-season cliffhanger. Yes. How did season two follow that up, in your opinion, Ben? Very well. Oh, very, very well. Good. The aftermath is is very strong. Um, all the gods are scrambling on both sides. Um, there's a bit of a kerfuffle. Oh, it's good. Look, it's it's excellent. It holds up to tone. Um, Mad Sweeney played by... I can't remember. That guy name. from Argentina. Yeah, that guy from Argentina. Raul. Great character. He's slowly becoming a much stronger character as the arcs go along. Shadow, I think, is still the most boring thing about it. Isn't he supposed to be? Though? He's supposed to be. He's a, he? he's a, he's just a, a window He's the window or the the anchor around which the whole thing just kind of revolves. Yeah, but he, a, even in the book, he wasn't that amazing. He's not that well written as a character. The rest of them, the rest of them are incredible, and it's very fun to read. But Shadow is it's just meant to be a bit of an everyman, a bit of an everyman. But it's good. Um, they've taken a lot of liberties with the original story. I think in a more logical sense. Um, there's a lot of good stuff running through now. The Laura Moon Shadow Moon arc is. There's a lot of there's a lot of contemplation on what what real love is. What is How much do we lie though, to ourselves in a relationship? That's the, that seems to be the the core theme of season two. Ben, as someone under thirty, do you believe in love? Um, I want to know what love is, Michael. You want to know what love is? I want not you. to No, show don't show. Sh- <laughs> Look, Ben, we're going to go there later, and uh, you you might feel uncomfortable. Only if you put on a sexy witch costume. Oh, madam, <laughs> Ben. Oh. Um, but what I what I really meant was, do you believe if you do believe in love, do you believe in life after love? Uh, yeah. Do you believe in love the love? That's my do, share. Do, do, <laughs> Let's stop do. that because people will stop listening. Yeah, Ben, we'll look, listening. Would, you, would you reckon? <laughs> no, I haven't actually. Listenership is on a steady increase. Inexplicable, but you know, I think it's just, <laughs> I think it's just stick to itiveness. <laughs> Benjamin, for some reason, people listen to this now. Uh, Benjamin, what was I saying? So you'd say, watch, your, watch an American Gods. <laughs> Yeah, get on it. Get on it. Get on it. Give it a watch. Ben, look, the biggest show in the world was back this week as well. Uh, Well, it's not the biggest show in the world, is it? I don't don't know what you're talking about. The the holding up a black mirror to society. Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to say Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I was going to cry. No, Agents Um, of S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't on this week due to the NBA finals. Good. Fuck them. You're you're just, your stick-to-itiveness and your hatred of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is bizarre. Apparently it's causing a boost in listenership, so I'm going to stay with it. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. We're on some Reddit page. Our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is shite. Thanks to our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is shite. You're one of our most supportive Reddits. A a very non-vocal majority. Oh, excellent. What am I saying? Um... Yeah, Black Mirror's back, and you've you've bloody seen it, Michael. I've watched all three episodes, Ben. You've, you've gone and thrown some eyeballs over. Uh, we, they've look. We'll do. 
there will be some spoilers here. We're not Ooh. going to spoil any specific twists. No spoilers. Uh, no, there will be spoilers. Like, spoilers. If, look, if you would rather just watch Black Mirror and not know at all what's going to happen, Fair which enough. is how I watched it, Ben. Good. To preface this, good, good. don't listen to this part. This will probably be about ten minutes. There'll be a time code in the description. Min- you give yeah. yourself ten minutes to review Black Mirror. Three episodes. Get out. Three of nearly feature length episodes. Get, get the fuck. You get the. Fuck. Get to, you get out there and deal with those burglars. <laughs> Let's see how you do. We're taking their sweet, sweet time. <laughs> well, they're looking maybe, for maybe anything they're listening. <laughs> they're just outside the door. But this is pretty good. That's actually <laughs> I didn't know that about uh, about Swamp Thing. <laughs> it's an enjoyable insight. What? A, <laughs> can't wait to get my hands on those microphones. They sound what are expensive. we? What are we doing? Oh yeah, that's true. Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Yes, holding a Black Mirror Society. Ben, it's a three-episode series. Yeah. Two American, ep- two American episodes and one English episode. Uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. Mm. Uh, so there's only one good episode this season. The, unsurprisingly, Ben, the English episode is the lowest budget, easily, yeah. and probably the best. Yeah, and also the closest to real world. Yeah, they seem to be straying a bit more these days. Well, one of the main things you could say about it is there is there are a lot of celebrities in Black Mirror now. Yeah, that doesn't need to be, though. No, there doesn't need that to be. That was never and the point. There's quite a bit of stunt casting. Um, ben, oh. I've broken down the season into three episodes. Uh, we'll, we will discuss... I don't know what they're really called, but I That's will be fine. calling them uh, Video Games That Make You Gay. Oh. Uh, Irishman Hates Facebook and Miley Cyrus. With Andrew Scott. Yes. Mm. Uh, Video Games Make You Gay is with The Falcon. Anthony Ru- uh, Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie, thank you. And Black Manta. I don't know his name. That's no, he's... He, I don't know his name either. And, uh, not Ma- Black Panther. No, not Black Panther. Black, Black Manta. Manta. Yeah. He was close. also... He was the neglectful dad in the film Us. Oh. Um, and Pom Clementiev. Who is also known as Mantis. Mantis. Yeah. There's a lot of, lot of famous Marvel people. Marvel stunt casting. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of Marvel DC stunt casting in it. Um, it's quite good. What's it about? It's about a virtual reality video game. That makes you gay. Called Striking Vipers, uh, which there was a video game in the 90s called Fighting Vipers, so I don't know if they even knew about that one. Yeah, I would imagine anyway. probably would, there's probably a nod there somewhere. It's it's a, it's a bit of a treatise, a treatise, Ben, on modern love and probably a bit of gender fluidity. What is love? No, not what is love. Baby, it's a, don't hurt oh me. Oh, God. <laughs> don't hurt me. No mm. more. That makes sense, actually, because it's a fighting game, but then people... <sighs> Let's just say, Ben, it's about a fighting game, a virtual reality fighting game. That makes you gay. Well, you can, uh, let's just say this, Ben, you have full sensation of everything that happens in the game. Oh. oh. In real life. Oh. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. You see what I'm saying, Ben? I see what you're saying now. What I'm saying, Ben, is you might, if you are a gentleman who's not comfortable in sexuality, I wouldn't recommend watching it with with a male friend. Oh, oh, if you know what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's quite good though. It's uh, it it's it harkens back to like the interesting, what Black Mirror kind of was originally about about how technology will change society and not necessarily for the better, but also not necessarily in the worst possible way. Ever. But it, this this is the weakness of this episode. It's not necessarily for the better or necessarily for the worse. It's just a thing that happens, and the ending is a bit, a little bit. A little bit non-eventful ending. Lacks some teeth, so yeah. to speak. Whereas Irishman Hates Facebook um, starts a bit slowly. Um, slow burn. 
it's a it's one of those weird there's a juxtaposition after watching Anthony Mackie mm. and Pam Clementi F and Black Manta and did you watch like, them all at once I did oh goodness and then oh, Michael, okay you're following Andrew Scott being mental in a taxi in an English field yeah, I could take. Yeah. There's a bit of stunt. Ca- so it's about a man who hates Facebook. Yes, not a fan. It's not called Facebook. It's called something else. Not unlike myself. And he kidnaps an intern from Facebook. Oh no, I can't remember what it's called. It's Smithereens. Crap name. But yeah, he, he kidnaps name. an in- and he wants to talk to uh, Mark Zuckerberg, but or not Mark Zuckerberg. Their version of Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, Billy Benoit or something like that. A uh, bit of stunt casting there. Who would you stunt cast as a? As a, as a Mark Zuckerberg, as a it? kind of uh, yeah, as a kind of social media celebrity guru type of person. I think you're stunt casting. Mm, someone who's like popular right now, and it's a bit of a twist. Well, it's not a bit of a twist. Is it, it a woman? No, it's a man. Oh. It's a man. Billy Binny 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 Boo Boos. Definitely not going to get this. No, you won't. It's. I was a bit surprised, but then I was like, oh yeah. Um, your man, you know the guy, uh, Eddie Brock. Um, oh, Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Oh, it's Topher Grace. <laughs> Weird Christian pastor. It's always Topher Grace. Paragon. Yeah. Um, anyway, in the but look, weakest episode of uh, Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah. Well, that's what he does now. He does surprise stunt casting in in anthology series. Bless that's him. What Topher Grace is up to. But look, it's not an amazing episode. But Andrew Scott is excellent, and it's a, it's a real tour de force from Andrew Scott. Well, he's great, isn't he? He's, he's very good. Very good. He's probably Ireland's best actor. Irishman's to space. Yeah, Irishman's the boss, Andrew Scott. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. And fine. Fr- and the third episode is Miley Cyrus. It's Ben. Imagine if Miley Cyrus was a singer, okay, and she lived a kind of artificial life where she was a happy-go-lucky pop star, and she was kind of forced into that by her management. Like, and then they made a Disney show out of it and made her yeah, star. It's Hannah Montana, basically. It's Hannah Montana, but with like, it's a romp. This one's a romp with a very twee ending. A twee ending, Ben, in Black Mirror. A twee ending. Oh no! Yeah, is that the Netflix influence? I I don't know what it is. It's yeah, it's, the, Netflix it's the least Black Mirror-y episode of Black Mirror that's ever Existed. been made. Yeah. Now it's not a horrific hour of television. Good. It, but it doesn't hold the Black Mirror up to society mm-hmm. in any sort of way. It takes some of the concepts of previous episodes of Black Mirror, specifically the idea of being able to clone someone's psyche. Brain box. To, yeah. And to, put it in a machine. Yeah. Remember the horror of that where the woman did it to make yeah, her, her, to her assistant? She exists in that box. Imagine that, but without the existential horror for some reason. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's not the same at all, no, is it? No. It's very twee. And imagine a twee ending. No, it doesn't suit that. But that's not a black mirror to society. No, it's not. it doesn't hold a black mirror to society in any way, Ben. Oh. It's just uh, it's a story about Miley Cyrus. I'm okay with that. It's all right. Miley Cyrus. Good. Good egg. She seems to be a good egg, yeah. Yeah, she seems to be. She seems to have made some horrible criticism. She seems like an alright person. But that's what it's about. Yeah. Seems okay. a very good version of Jolene, as we discovered last yeah, week in the car. Know, well, no, I've known about that for a while. Yeah, I've known about it for a while Jolene. as well. But for the podcast, Michael. For the, oh, for the podcast. Anecdotal. Um, yeah, look, it's, it's fine. Yeah, look. Not the best series of Black Mirror by any stretch of imagination. I wouldn't have thought so. No. but it's uh, Scraping it's, the bottom of the barrel at this point. I wouldn't say it's scraping the bottom of the barrel by the <laughs> No, terrible podcasting. I wouldn't say it's scraping the bottle of the barrel. No, let me try that one more time. I wouldn't say it's scraping the bottle of. The, no, I can't <laughs> say that. You wouldn't I wouldn't say, say scraping scra- the bottom of the barrel, Ben. Is what you wouldn't say. <laughs> is what I wouldn't say. It's definitely not scraping the bottle of the barrel, Ben. <laughs> Fucking hell, I can't say that. But it's just not that great. Um, Fair. It 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 puts a lot of 
look, there's a celebrity. You know this celebrity? Look here, he is. Look, look at him. He's on the screen. Is, there is a person of fame. Yes, you know them. You like them. You watch the show with them. <laughs> You'll enjoy. When it's never really needed, that it has quite a strong following that doesn't need stone casting. But then, perhaps, um, I, I mean, it hasn't crashed and burned. But perhaps season six of of Black Mirror will rise from the ashes, not unlike a phoenix. Do you see what I've done? Fuck you. <laughs> you see what I've done? So, Ben, let's tell a story, right? We recently have formed a little cinema club. Fuck you. And we go to, um, we go to the cinema at five past ten every Wednesday, and we see the latest release in time for the podcast on Sunday. Yes or no, Ben? You just... <laughs> true or false, Ben? Like the, like the high father questioning Scott Free. True. True, right? And this Wednesday, you decided you didn't want to come to see The Dark Phoenix. True. Exactly. Because you have coward's blood. False. <laughs> no, it is. It's true. Uh, but Ben, so me and Jim and Shane went to see The Dark Phoenix without you. Sorry, that was fun, was it? It was. Look, Ben. You'll be uh, honest now. Look, you look I'm, me in no, the no, eye. no, no. I'm gonna, look I'll, me in the eye. I will. I'll look you in the eye and I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> Here's the truth, Ben. Going to see X Men The Dark Phoenix. Is it X Men Dark Phoenix or X Men Dark Phoenix? X Men Dark Phoenix was no better or no worse than not going to see X-Men The Dark Phoenix. That's a lie, categorically. I nope. got to keep my life. That's true. And uh, I didn't have to watch Sophie Turner try to act. Ah, uh, no. Uh, leave Sophie Turner alone. Hashtag no. leave Sophie Turner alone. Hashtag cancel Ben. Hashtag already cancelled. Get over it. You're uh, not cancelled. Yeah, I have been cancelled. I don't exist. You've been cancelled. Oh. This is just cobbled together phrasing oh. from other episodes. You're bloody holding up a black mirror to society yeah, here, Ben. Yeah. You're freaking me out. I've already been cancelled. Yeah, no. Me. It's neither. It was, it, was a fi- it was definitely a film. It, it was a film that was on. And there were people in it, and the things happened. Was it busy? Uh, the cinema? In the cinema. Nah. Nah, it's a Wednesday nah, night. It's a Wednesday night, night ten, 10 past 10. Um, in, in defense of my coward's blood, I was exceptionally tired, um, and Michael tends to spring it on us that we're going to the cinema. Don't know how, Ben, if it happens four times in a row, that's a tradition, and you should just be ready. <laughs> be ready to go to the cinema at 5 past 10 Constantly on a Wednesday prepped. night. What's this week? I don't know. Is don't there anything know. this week? There's probably something I'll go this, this week. week. Yeah, your coward's blood. You've recovered from your yellow blood, have you? I am more than happy not to have gone to Dark Phoenix because it has the worst figures of any X-Men movie and the worst reviews of any X-Men movie ever. Well, that's the interesting thing, Ben. It is definitely better than X-Men Apocalypse. Is it? I am Apocalypse, yes. You sure? Yes, 100%. It is probably better than X-Men The Last Stand. It's definitely better than X-Men Origins Wolverine. Most things are. It is not as good as Logan. It Most is not as good as First Class, which is probably the best X-Men film. I think so. I think so. At this point, we can confidently say strongest X-Men film. X-Men First Class. X-Men First Class. Yeah. I mean, you can't deny the influence and the legacy that the first X-Men film had. No, but I'm glad they wrecked the up shit out of it. Yeah, it doesn't hold up as a great film. No. But anyway, shall we... Do you want to... There's a lot of leather wear. Look, I'm I'm more than happy to have what, this What, would you spoiled. prefer yellow spandex? Um, and then a couple of movies later, apparently the answer is Yes. Yes, we would. Um, well, yellow leather. Uh, but, but also, no. Yellow leather, yeah. Yellow, red leather, red leather. Red, yellow, yellow leather. leather. <laughs> um, go on, we'll, we'll do a full spoilers. So for anyone that hasn't seen the movie and doesn't want to see it, or does want to see it, you can you can stop now. Probably even another 10 minutes? Ten. No, no, not even. No, about five right. minutes. Yeah, five minutes. Come back in five minutes. Come back in five. Look, um, we'll put a time code. Look, um, join us back on the episode, How to Kill a Listenership. Um, <laughs> and uh, we'll see you then. So... Right. <gasps> Straight into spoilers. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Well, you, you've spoiled it for me because I. I didn't oh, see sorry. It. Yeah, I forgot. I thought you saw it. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. how forgettable it was. I I forgot that I'd seen it. <laughs> I thought you'd seen it. Um, 
it's been it's the story it's not you know the story of the dark phoenix ben yeah, comic saga spread over yeah, years and in years space. yeah imagine that but condensed into 90 minutes and not really that actually so just to butcher something well you see it's not offensively bad either it's just it's just not good it's the dark phoenix saga ben would be best spread over six or seven films best of luck to it well, it's not going to happen now, but it maybe it'll happen in 15 years. Maybe when they maybe reboot, a reboot it and Marvel will do it properly. Uh, they don't seem to have learned any lessons from <sighs> The Last Stand. They even have her dressed the same. The, apparently the, the Dark Phoenix thing. wears a trench coat. The, what, what's that about? Nobody uh, in 2019 wears trench coats. Except in, well, it's set in 1993. Nobody in 2019. <laughs> it is set in 1993, uh, though, you'll remember. Why did they do that? That's the part that makes me... They should have just stuck to the so 60s. Curious. I, yeah. I never understood what they have to jump so far ahead every time. Well, if you think about it, Ben, this is set in 1993 and Fassie B looks like Fassie B. And then in the bloody year 2000, he looks like Serene McKellen. Which doesn't happen. When when I was a younger man, I used to look like Michael Fassbender. I mean, six or seven years ago, in fact, <laughs> I looked like Michael Fassbender. Now I'm an old Dean McKellen. Spot on in the comments. Bang on. Good effort. No, it was good. Ben, but I've completely forgot. Ben, look, let's let the listeners in behind the curtain. We've had an audio problem. We've had a serious audio problem. I forgot what we were talking about. Yeah, Uh, totally unnecessary for that whole skipping through the decades thing that they did. A load of stupidness. Also, it's clearly a film in which a lot of the cast would prefer not to be doing it. Yeah, I, I would I would have figured that at this point. Uh what's her face? Jennifer Lawrence. Here's a spoiler for you now, Ben. She well, dies. I, I, well, I was going to guess. But she bloody dies in the trailer. Yeah. So you, you, I mean, you see shocking. the scene. Yeah. She spends probably about six six minutes blue. The rest of the time, she's just Jennifer Lawrence. She's a she's a white woman. I would have much rather had Rebecca, Rebecca Romaine as... Well, Rebecca Romaine was a lot less famous and therefore couldn't demand to not be blue. Oh, it'd be nice, though, wouldn't it? She's, um, yeah. Look, Definitely superior lady. Nicholas Holt also is very rarely blue. Nicky H. Nicky H. Uh, about a boy. Yeah. About He's done beast. very well for himself. He's very rarely from blue. From those humble beginnings. I know. He's not very blue though because they've invented the special thing. Serum all of a sudden so yeah, he could do whatever he wants. So anyone can be they're like, oh, Charles, Charles, when Charles goes to see, uh, what's her name? Jean Grey. He's like, you know I can't walk to Eugene. Does she know that? Maybe you have a serum again. Yeah, maybe you can just inject something in the leg there. and You, you know, bag of shite. You bag of shite. He turns out to be a real bad egg, I'm betting. Not in particularly, no. no he, it turns out he did it all for the good of the X-Men and for Gene. And, yeah, fuck that though. Um, Jessica Chastain is completely wasted. What? What is she? Is she Lilindra? Is she, no, uh, she it's thing? nothing that exciting. She's oh. one of the Debarry. What's a Debarry? Debarry are... Emma Debarry, noted author of Don't Touch My Hair. No, uh, Debarry are a race in X-Men who... They're the race whose home planet was destroyed by the Phoenix, if you remember. Uh, I don't. Really. When, when she went mental the first time. Okay, I don't They're remember. shape-shifting aliens, anyway. Scrolls. They're very scrolly. Oh. But they're... They, but they're not scrolls. They're not scrolls, but they're very scrolly. Okay. And... Was Ben Mendelsohn in it? Ben Mendelsohn was not in it. Oh, Australia's that'd make it much best worse, wouldn't it? Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. He wasn't in it. No, well, that and racism. Um, but no, there was he, racism in it or no. Australia's best state export is racism. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, not. they're pretty good at that. Yeah, look, listen, it is what it is. What was I saying? Uh, look, you were saying it wasn't a great film. Yeah, it's not amazing. It's it's not horrible. It's like it's it's just it, the visual effects are pretty good. There's a there's an epic battle to try and get across a road. Why did the mutants have a battle? 
to try to cross the road. It's not epic, is what I'm saying. It's yeah. it's pretty generic. There's a there's the classic X Men movie decision of having generic villains rather than known villains. Why? So X Men. Uh, Who's? Mag- give me one. Give me one. There's a whippy hair man. Whip his hair back and forth. He has uh, he has dreadlocks, but they're whippy whips. He whips and his he, hair back and forth. He I, whips his hair he, back he's, and forth. He's some. He's it looks like a Pacific Islander or New Zealander, maybe, but he doesn't really have any lines and for pure diversity. And a he, silent minority. He, he'll get you with his whippy hair. He'll whip his hair back and, and forth. And there's a lady psychic, uh, who has a shaved head, and she's there to kind of cancel out Charles because he's too powerful. Otherwise, is she black? Yes. Yeah. What is that? Why? Why are suddenly shaved, <laughs> shave-headed black ladies in everything? Oh Since yeah, black that's Panther. true. That's true. Actually. That's three that's in our three. recent cinema watching. That's very interesting. She doesn't have a full-on shaved head. She has a very short kind still, of buzzy haircut. Still, yeah. um, that's a weird new thing. Yeah, the final battle is not horrible. It's pretty entertaining, okay. actually. The X-Men fight loads of these aliens. Does Magneto live? Uh, everybody lives, I think, except for Mystique dies, Mystique. and Mystique dies, and Jean. You know, What's the emotional reaction there? When Mystique dies? Yeah. No, but in, in my cinema, I cared. Yeah. Uh, Jim did said he didn't know, but I think he didn't watch the trailers. So he was mildly surprised. But Jim not... Such a delight to go to cinemas. Not in any way kind of affected. That was it. the thing I regretted most about not going to the cinema on Wednesdays. I didn't get to see Jim. Yeah, well, uh, that and your coward's blood. Yeah. I don't mind the coward's blood so much. It's Look, Ben, good it's... survival instinct. It's not, a, it's not a good film. No. It's not a horrible film. No. It's a film. And it features one of the most difficult things you could possibly have in uh, a comic franchise. A big fucking cosmic entity that nobody knows how to control. I thought I'd do that one for you. You've worked hard on that audio problem. So I just thought I'd take that. Thanks, man. The pressure off. Appreciate it. So, uh, being, seeing as that you are not a coward filled with blood of, of yellow quality. Coward's blood. Um, ben, you, can I say your last name? We do, don't yeah, we? We kind of say are, that, don't we? I'm sure people... Yeah, just if anyone wants to send us mail, just address it to oh, Ben Coward's Blood Colopy. At the Shomer Bug. Uh, no, no, I don't want to give any more. Yeah, details. no, I don't want to give any more than that to you. No, no. Um, but yeah, um, because Michael was brave and, and filled with heroes' red blood, yeah. um, he went along to see that. And I decided that we do big, cranky cosmic entities. Cranky cosmic entities. Um, things that fuck up your storylines. Yeah. Um, in different comic books. So we're going to take a look at some cosmic entities that are just no good. Uh, you're, what? Just no good. No, some of them are good. Some of them are good, but they're just, they're complicated things to shove in a story. Look, especially if your story, X-Men is a really particularly good example of introducing cosmic entities into what up to then had been a very grounded thing. Yeah. The X-Men was about racism, Ben, or sexism, or Take pick. homophobia, or AIDS, or whatever it, X-Men is it about. Was, it was, it was... A fan of the ism. Yeah, X-Men was about isms. Children of the ism. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, they're in bloody space and there's massive intergalactic consequences. Yeah. And they're being dealt with by a man who can shoot a laser from his eye. Yeah, that's not good. Now, Ben. He lacks the skill set to do that. I know that some people will be upset that I've said it's a laser. It's not. It's a portal to another dimension. It's a concussive energy blast. From another dimension. Yeah, but it's not a laser. From another dimension. Another dimension, (laughs) another dimension, another dimension. Don't. You tell me to get on with it. Uh, yeah, so we'll take... <laughs> oh, don't get 
feet onto the fucking thing. <laughs> you got me right in the shin. Yeah, I know. You son of a bitch. I've got laser targeting on kicking people in the shin. From another dimension. Tell us about um, the cosmic entities. <laughs> Phoenix Force being the first one that we're going to take a look at. So the Phoenix Force is a big destructive rebirthing energy force that sweeps across the galaxies. <laughs> Some different races worship it as a god. Others want to contain it. Others want to harness it. Harness the power for themselves. But you can't like... contain no Phoenix Force because the Phoenix Force don't want it until it does choose a random woman from the planet Earth to Well, she had host. a lot of potential, you see. Yes. Yes. Did she choose did it choose her to be its host or did she did it replace her, remember? Well this is this is the whole question, Michael. What does what what is the Phoenix Force? Sometimes it's a cranky L bollocks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's completely benign. Sometimes it's it really depends on who's writing it. Like all things in comics, Michael, it depends on who's writing it. Remember when it was in five X Men at the same time? Um, that's kinky but I don't know the Phoenix 5 the Phoenix 5 huh. are you making Phoenix this Force up? 5 Phoenix, I, I don't remember it was in, no it wasn't up. it was in Cyclops and uh, it was in Cyclops Storm Colossus Magic and Namor the Submariner what do you remember He's this Fishman. yeah but they 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 stopped the Phoenix Force from inhabiting I, I don't know if it was Gene or Hope or someone yeah. and fractured it into five parts and then it went into each of them and they became bad blokes or See? more bad blokes in the so case of Namor yeah Namor's just or more bad more more bad blokes in the case of Scott Summers aka Cyclops it's, it's interesting that Namor is still a bad bloke they've just never really tried to redeem that character now he's got his deep ocean Defenders, Avengers mm-hmm. yeah Defenders of the Deep <laughs> Defenders of the deep. It's great. Um, but yeah, the Phoenix Force is a weird one. It can't be contained by any one person until it is. Sometimes it um, is. Sometimes it is. And then if it's not in Gene, it's in Quentin Quire, who's another <laughs> Omega level mutant hmm. um, with a pink mohawk. Or it's in Rachel Summers. Or it's in Rachel or Summers, in the strange Summers. clone daughter of of Ray, of Jean Grey. It's it's a very complicated thing. Occasionally, when you want to do a lot of fan service, it pops up. For example, we have a Wolverine imbued Phoenix Force a Phoenix towards Force the end of time. Wolverine, I think, is what you're saying there. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm. A Wolverine imbued Phoenix Force. Um, it smokes cigars now. Uh, no, we have it. It seems to choose Wolverine as a host at one point, and he goes and takes care of Thor in one of the comic book runs as Phoenix Wolverine, Wolverine. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I don't like it. I think it's lazy writing. I think whenever you want a big scary thing, oh, the Phoenix Force is back. Phoenix Force oh, is no. back, Ben. Here oh, it comes. Oh, no. Um, just a boring concept. The thing, I totally disagree with you there, Ben. That's I think, fine. Um, That's what a podcast is all about. One of the interesting things about Marvel's cosmic side is that they gradually built up their kind of cosmic pantheon of weird cosmic things. And are you yawning <laughs> have you yawned while I'm explaining why I don't think the Phoenix Force is boring um, the, they've gradually built up their pantheon of co- yeah I know the spike level I know the audio level spiked but you yawned in the middle of a sentence you son of a bitch um, what was I saying they they built up their pantheon of cosmic entities and each of them are all powerful cosmic entities for example Phoenix Force the Bloody Celestials Celestials Galactus Galactus uh, The Living Tribunal Living Infinity Tribunal. Master Chaos and Eternity Eternity Eternal Brother of uh, Infinity Mistress Order Is it is yeah. that what they're called? Yeah, I don't know uh, That would be your kind of thing Dun 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 Law and Order uh, <laughs> um, Produced by Dick Wolf 
So, Wolfing down those dicks. <laughs> down those dicks. What was I saying? Um, yeah, they do. They do a much better job than DC ever. Did you think? With I, I would reckon so. Right, go on then. I would reckon. Well, the whole reason the Eternals exist is because Jack Kirby jumped ship to DC, then jumped back, and he didn't get to finish his fourth world over at DC. So he started the Eternals over at Marvel, and they became the kind of project of the Celestials, and the Celestials are the big armored beings that were there at the start of time. MCU fans would be familiar with them then as uh, the guy who blows up the planet in Guardians of the Galaxy in a flashback oh. or the head that or they, the head nowhere nowhere that they float about in it's the head of nowhere it's very big first time I've ever seen proper scale given to a celestial which was kind of enjoyable to see mm. it's a very big head very huge very, head very big creatures um, Galactus is a celestial of some kind no no what Galactus, is Galactus in Marvel comics yeah Galactus do you not know this no is this a setup? no no Galactus's real name Oh, I've sl- it slipped my mind. I'll, I'll remember it as I'm speaking. Galactus was the last surviving sentient being from the previous universe that existed before the Big Bang. Oh. His universe <clears throat> experienced a big crunch and he piloted a spaceship into it to try and stop it or learn about it. Something like that. So he is essentially the previous universe condensed into one being. Oh. And he's the last thing from the previous universe that exists in our universe. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, That's much more interesting than I would have given Galactus credit for. Yeah, Galactus is pretty cool. Now, obviously, that is a long after the fact retcon of Galactus's origin. Obviously. He, when he was introduced by... Just the devourer of worlds. Yeah, he was just a big thingy who who destroyed worlds for energy. Big Phoenix Force, right. Yeah. And, you know... Uh, you you spin your wheels there while I look up his name. Yeah. So anyway, um, the Eternals came about from that, and the or he's a big cloud. Um, yeah, he's a big cloud, and they wreck on that in the comics too, where they said, "Well, every race perceives him differently." Galen, Galen, Galen. Uh, now, well, for the month that's in it, Galen it is. Ah, um, it's Gay Pride Month for anyone listening in yeah. the future. Gay Lactus. Um, gay Lactus. Sounds like someone who's very into breast milk as part yeah, of their gay kinky lactose. bedroom. <laughs> gay Lactus. Um, but anyway. What I was going to say was the Celestials are the kind of original beings in the new universe, I guess, post uh, Galen. Hmm. Um, and they, they're pretty... But they Marvel retconned that as well. Oh, okay. Because then they have the builders. I can't keep up with that. You can't keep up with it. can't keep up with it. Yeah, but you see, that calls into question the one above all who's their other big cosmic entity. He's God, basically. Look, Ben, it doesn't work. It doesn't, doesn't make work. sense. It doesn't no, actually make works. sense. None of it makes none sense. Of it works. Maybe this is your point. Maybe this was my point. Maybe you walked into my, my trap. Anyway, go on. Talk uh, about Eternals. Who made the Eternals? The Eternals were made by the Celestials. So right. the Celestials, it turns out, were a big bunch of World War II Nazis experiment on people against their wills. Um, they're not. But the okay, same not, kind of principle. Okay. They enjoy fucking around with life, um, going to different planets, and just experimenting on people without their consent. Um, vegans wouldn't be too happy with them. Yeah. Hashtag cancel Celestials. Hashtag cancel Celestials. Dirty, bloody, dirty, bloody scientists. Um, and they go to Earth and they have a little tinker around on Earth and they create three distinct races. Yeah. They take our very, very ancient ancestors and they mess around with genetic codes. Yeah. Some of them become humans, yeah. like us. Like you some of them I. become the old deviants. Like and you. Some of them, yeah, like me. And then some of them become <laughs> Eternals. Uh, some of them become Eternals, like Michael over there. Um, Eternals are physically as close as you can get to being a Celestial without being a Celestial. They are beings of immense power. 
Immense um, power, Ben. Immense power. They're all kind of superman-y. Yeah, they're all very superman-y. Peak physical perfection, etc. Mm-hmm. Deviants are the exact opposite. They're right down there at the bottom. No um, two deviants look the same. No two deviants look the same. And right there in the middle um, is us. Humans. Uh, rather interestingly, there have been Eternals on other planets. Thanos is uh, an example of a, an Eternal. And apparently the running theory on Thanos is he's an Eternal with a deviant gene. Or a mutant. Or a mutant, mm. uh, if you will. He's a mutant eternal. Um, he's a mutant eternal. And that's basically why he's so much better than all the other eternals. Yeah. He's uh, like such this, a big, strong, scary guy. He's big, a big, spooky grey man. Big, spooky grey man. Um, what purple. interested me when I was doing the research on this one is very similar to Irish mythology. Oh, here we go. Um, yeah, couldn't help it. Sorry. I, go on, here I, we I, go. I'm going to lean into it now. But um, in Irish mythology, we have three different races as well. We've got the Humans. The Humans, like yeah, like us. We've got the Formoy, which are misshapen evil by nature creatures that live at the bottom of lakes and things like that also yeah. known as the fear bullock the yeah. bag men the bag men yeah. um, and then you've got the two Danann, which are a big race of people not gods no big race of genetically perfect people with lots of gifts so yeah. I was like oh where do they live now what though what an interesting parallel they're in Tiernanog yeah they Tiernanog. got kicked out we won Tiernanog. we got rid of them no they left no we, we beat them didn't we no they left I thought we beat them with iron we tried but they left why did they leave though I don't know because they were scared of the iron Iron Man. Iron Man. Um, I am Iron Man. Yeah, so it's cool. Um, But it was just interesting to see that one. Look, classic Jack Kirby, really, just running around, tinkering with some stuff. Look, Jack Kirby did enjoy going and making things too powerful. Yeah, he was an overbooster. I don't really ever, Ben, have a problem with very powerful characters. It's just the likes of your Marvels and your DCs, because they insist on a shared universe... You end up with something like, let's say, Icarus, yeah. who's an Eternal, not the not the Greek character Icarus, yeah. uh, although he's based on him. Uh, yeah. Mm. yeah, Icarus is an Eternal. So Icarus basically has Superman's powers. Yes, okay. And then you can have him doing a team up with Daredevil. Which doesn't make What's a lot of sense. What's Daredevil going to do? Hit him with his little stick? Yeah, it's never going never gonna to pan out. Hear him from far away. That's what I mean. It's too big. Well, Daredevil now has the powers of Heimdall. He does, yeah. yeah it's not, which is just it's random. Amazing. It's not amazing. Um, he's a god without fear he's a god without fear but like uh. I've been reading War of the Realms War of the Realms is interesting actually because they bring in a lot of cosmic uh, Surtur Norse mythology it's Jason Aaron though isn't it it's Jason Aaron so a few few things to say about Jason Aaron as well do you Jason Aaron loves to create his. he he loves he pulls an L Kirby quite a bit and creates his own big cosmic entities look Ben we've been saying this for a few weeks because we saw War of the Realms coming and it was Jason Aaron's Jonathan Hickman's the what was Jonathan Hickman's one called Infinity War. Infinity War, yeah. No, it wasn't. It, it was, was round two, Infinity War. It was. It wasn't. The Infinity War round two. No, it wasn't. What was it called? Endgame. No. The one where all the planets kept smashing into each other and they had to try and stop it. What did it was? Battleworld? No, Battleworld was the result of it. God Doom? I don't know. Yeah, but, but he liked making people powerful. Yeah, he, he's... Look, it's... And introducing cosmic characters. Some, some of the things I enjoyed seeing in that was... Uh, Jason Aaron seemed to spend an inordinate amount of time expanding the god universe, the the alien god dynamic that was yeah, established we, by the new Thor. We met the Shi'ar gods. Yeah, the Shi'ar gods who we'd never seen before. And they were a pair of pricks. They were, no just, good. Just no good at all. Um, pair of pricks. One of the things I found most interesting is that it turns out that Mjolnir is uh, an ancient primal force trapped inside a hammer. Yeah, the first uh, it's storm. the first storm and the great storm. Um, mm. And it's super powerful. And for some reason, Jane Foster and that storm have a real bond. Yeah. Um, it, it's a, he's a the, the hammer's a big fan of Jane Foster yeah, it's dead now though um, oh is it dead now mm. what happened got thrown into the sun to kill Mangog oh that was it yeah my owner was destroyed that's a shame mm. 
That's a shame. It'll probably come back. Oh, it will. Um, when Jane Foster most needs it. Um, I really enjoyed that run, but it's interesting to see how we kind of created that for a while. And then every time you, you assume that you have a pinnacle creation that can't be toppled, for example, Odin, mm-hmm. you find out, oh, no, no. No, he's actually could. basically an ant. Yeah, he's basically an ant compared to the first storm. Yeah, um, and it gets very complicated. That's the problem. It, you just keep moving the goalposts well, with that's... these cranky cosmic entities. Yeah, another great example of that, and I, I suppose in a different way that they can become um, kind of complicated and a little bit convoluted is they can have a different source. So, for example, DC originally had the Spectre. Yeah, um, and we've talked about this before. It's the right hand of God, God's wrath. He's God's wrath, which is an interesting thing to draw into comics out of nowhere. All of a sudden, you have a massively religious, overpowered mm. entity, and nobody can question the Spectre. But if he's a religious character, if he's if he's actually God, God's wrath. It's a bit messed up, isn't it? It's odd. It's an odd one, all right. Yeah, because DC, like, let's say DC, Lucifer exists in the DC universe. He does. How would Superman do in a fight with Lucifer? How would he do against any of the Endless? I know, it's bizarre, isn't it? Who have been there many, many times. Yeah. And many people say, oh, well, they kind of just reference that now and then. Scott Schneider put him directly in Dark Knight's Metal. Who, Dream of the Endless. No, Dream of the Endless directly intervenes with Batman and has a conversation with Batman Hmm. about what's going to happen. That's like bloody Icarus and Daredevil. It's even worse than that. Dream is one of is an endless being across the universe, mm. and all of a sudden he's on Earth going, "Hey, Bruce. Hey, Brucey boy. Hey, Brucey boy. boy. See your heads up, Chief, in your pajamas there, Ben. You know what introduced cosmic entities well, though. No worry. Uh, Star Trek. Star Trek. The, oh, fuck you. No, look, I love Star Trek. Fuck you. The original Star Trek series, Ben, they loved introducing cosmic entities. Yeah. They were always introducing omnipowered cosmic entities. They were always cranky little baby entities, though. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, it was a baby yeah. omnipresent. But Q was a great example of how to introduce a cosmic entity. Is he a cosmic entity or is he just an alien with too much power? What's the difference, Ben? Well, that's a good point. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Um, but he was a great example because he was singing... It's, they work great. Cosmic entities, mad, vague, superpowered cosmic entities work great as singular beings, which aren't explained. They just are. You don't need an explanation. Until we started finding out about Q, he was a very compelling character. Yeah. But then we learned about his whole civilization and they were all jerks and lost interest. Did you care? Supernatural as well. When they had the trickster. Yeah, he the was great. was great at first. Then he became a generic angel. Yeah, and they just that was really lazy. It's like, oh, I'm actually an angel pretending to be a Norse god. And, and everyone like, oh. then, every angel was massively powered and invincible and invulnerable. And all of a sudden... Until they weren't. Yeah. That and was, then another thing came along. That's a great point. I always remember how powerful Castiel was when he was introduced. He had the big old wings. Yeah, he could, And every time you killed one, you could see the scorch marks of the wings in the earth because yeah. it took so much energy to do. And then all of a sudden we dropped that because it wasn't in the budget anymore to put those wing scorch marks around every dead angel. Yeah, because they just kept killing angels. All well, because the they just used to pickpocket the the special blades that all angels carry up their sleeves and, and just stab them. And apparently, human beings can just hold yeah. those and you just stab a man. Just stab. Him. Yeah. Um, this is the problem with introducing these entities. It's just so complex. I liked Ego from the MCU film Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Living Planet. Yeah, he was I enjoy a- any Ego versus Thanos stuff I get to see in the comics. Mm. That always makes me quite happy. We won't see that in the MCU because they're both dead. We won't. They're both dead now. Yeah, both dead now. Um, don't think we. I don't. I don't know. I've been recently grappling with that concept of whether I even care about the MCU anymore. Oh, <gasps> yeah, yeah. Spider Man. 
It's yeah, that'll be the last great one. Apparently, Black Widow's gonna be an origin film. Yeah, the look current at, rumor uh, is origin film, which doesn't fill me with joy. Doesn't fill anyone with joy, does it? Probably gonna get Joss Whedon back on to say that women who can't bear children are monstrous. Yeah, or um, do a head scissors on a man, or they're just not very good people if they can't have children. Mm. I don't know, something awful like that. Um, Joss Whedon, no good, no good. No, he's all right. No, he's not. He's really not. Apparently, apparently oh. there's been a bit of. Fuffle. Apparently, he's a big fan of gaslighting female actresses, and but he's one of my people. Ginger, yeah, an egg with a beard, an egg with a beard. Yeah, but he's a bad egg with a beard. <laughs> um, you're a good egg with a beard. Oh, thanks, Ben. Yeah, um, apart from when you spring fucking cinema trips at God knows what hour of the evening. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, how do you feel about cosmic entities up there in the spas? Um, do you have any favorite? Cosmic entities that that kind of pop up now and again. Do you have anything like? Do you have any entities that were ruined for you? Similar to the way Michael says, Q, Q. was very enigmatic in the beginning, and or then the trickster. kind of ran out of steam. But that Ben, that happens to every cosmic entity. I know, but I'd like point. to hear the listeners' favorites. Oh, the listeners' favorites. The listeners' favorites. If you, I mean, fiction is rife with super powerful characters who come a cropper when you learn more about them yeah it's almost impossible to to balance that out I would argue that Thanos is quite interesting no matter how much you find out about him but look that's an that's a that's a a lesson for another day uh, as always ladies and gentlemen we are on Instagram we are on Facebook we are on Twitter we're still on Twitter we're on Twitter yeah we're we do on Twitter. we do a tweet um, we're on YouTube if you want to take a look at some video content uh-huh. um, you can get in touch with us on our new website seanreveal.com you can good. get in touch with us on Instagram directly if you feel like it uh, you can always take part in any discussions we have we have a new fan question Friday um, which seems to be getting lively and livelier so Jump on, let us know your opinion, let us know how you're doing. If you haven't had enough of us for this week, we dropped our new podcast, Collecting Issues, last Wednesday, so you can give that a listen. What did we talk um, about? We talked about Descender from Image Comics. Oh, yeah, yeah, we so did. So pick that up and give it a read before you listen, but if you haven't had enough of our lovely voices, you can go find more of us there. Yeah, tell them about next week's episode. Next week's episode of Collecting Issues will be filmed next Sunday, and it's going to be on Mr. Miracle, the Tom King, Mitch my Garrett, friend Tom King Garrett not your friend Tom King this is going to be a whole podcast of just him going my friend Tom King it's going to be brilliant um, but uh, we're taking a look at Mr. Miracle the 12 issue series this is different from the other two that we've done because it's very in depth it's a limited series it's finished it's finished it's um, over so you can pick this one up give it a whole read and that's it you won't feel left out at all at all um, so let us know what you think uh, let us know down below if you have any ideas for upcoming episodes or if there's any topics that you would like to hear covered do send them in to us we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here guys we're <laughs> gasping <laughs> gasping for some help okay everybody Bye. Bye.